This is the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Briscoe. And this podcast is designed for the aspiring apartment investor and literally gives them the opportunity to ask the questions that will help them get to the next level. So if you're an aspiring apartment investor, this podcast is for you. Now, this podcast is brought to you by the Tribe of Titans Multifamily Educational Community. It's your one-stop shop for learning how to succeed at apartment investing. Hey, Brian Briscoe here, Diary of an Apartment Investor Podcast and the director of the Tribe of Titans Multifamily Educational Community. I'm going to start out today with a quote from, from Bill Gates. It goes like this, most people overestimate what they can do in a year, but underestimate what they can do in 10. Now, that's a quote that I've heard before, but for some reason, you know, when I, when I came across it again recently, it had a lot more meaning, a lot more impactful. And I really started thinking about, you know, what Bill Gates has done. He probably, you know, made that statement from experience. You know, he's he's the type of person that has made some very large, audacious goals. You know, back in the you know late 70s, early 80s, you know, one of his goals was to help put a computer on everybody's desk. And that's something that at a time was absolutely unheard of. But he was one of the biggest driving factors in making that happen with his creation of Microsoft and Windows and making, you know, using computers accessible to the average person. And consequently, by age 31, he was a billionaire. By age 39, he was the most wealthy person in the world. Since been overtaken by a couple of people, but at this stage in his life, he's actually trying to give away his, his income. But don't really want to talk about Bill Gates. Just wanted to put that quote in perspective. He's probably somebody who has many, many times overestimated what he could accomplish in a year, but found that he's underestimated what he can do in a total of 10. But over the past couple of years, I've recorded almost 300 episodes of the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast. And in so doing, I've spoken with hundreds of aspiring investors. And one common mistake I see over and over again is the idea that everyone should start off buying very large apartments. They hear that there's much more efficiency when you purchase larger assets, and I'm not going to deny it. It's absolutely true. Um, and they believe that they should just you know, start with that 250-unit property. But the problem with thinking that big is... For most people starting this business, you know, 250 unit property may just simply be out of reach. Now, I'm not saying that you should not think big. In fact, I want you to think big, but more importantly, I want you to achieve big. Now, let's look at that quote again by Bill Gates. Most people overestimate what they can do in a year. Um, so, you know, look at your own situation, you know, and put that quote in perspective, you know. I think that starting small in a lot for a lot of people, you know, there, there are some people that can, you know, reach for the skies and hit it. But I think for most people, I think start starting small can actually help you go big much faster than trying to go big on your first deal. So we're going to talk about, you know, how starting small can help you to go big in apartments. But I think there's a certain danger to going too big out of the gates. Now, in this business, there's a significant barrier to entry, and it comes from a few different angles. You know, we're talking lenders, brokers, sellers, and investors. They all give enormous preference to 
experience. All right. And if you're trying to get into this game, that's one thing that you lack. You do not have experience. Now, why do brokers, sellers, lenders, and investors prefer an experienced operator? Well, simple. You know, for the broker, sellers, and lenders, they only get paid when a property sells. Experienced investors know what it takes and have all demonstrated the ability to close on properties. And aspiring investors all come to the table not all, but largely come to the table unprepared to make that large transaction. So in order for an aspiring investor to gain a foothold in the apartment investing business, they have to convince the brokers and the sellers and the lenders of the world that they can actually close. All right. Lenders all have minimum requirements on who they're going to lend money to. And it typically includes a certain amount of experience, net worth, liquidity, and other things just just to be able to give you a loan, all right? The average commercial real estate broker understands this very well and will actively seek to weed out anybody that does not meet these requirements. Additionally, the brokers also understand the potential buyer needs to be able to bring the down payment plus closing costs to the table at the end of the contract period. And so they're going to try to gauge their ability to raise capital before they spend any time or energy with them. All right. So, for example, let's say you're you're part of a team that has two million dollars worth of net worth, no experience, but you have the ability to raise five hundred thousand dollars in equity. And let's say as part of that team, you're chasing a twenty million dollar deal. Now, you're going to have a tough time convincing anybody to work with you. All right. Not only that, but if you if you insist and persist in looking for these $20 million properties, the brokers and lenders are eventually going to stop answering your calls or responding to your emails and texts. Why? Because it's, it's a waste of their time. And the hard truth is, if you stretch too far beyond your limits, you'll actually do more harm to your reputation than good. Now, if the same team, however, is, per, is pursuing a $2 million property, and remember, $2 million net worth is what they had with the ability to bring $500,000 to the table. If this team is pursuing a $2 million property, there's a clear path to closing, which drastically reduces the friction involved in that first deal. They're going to find the brokers and lenders much more responsive to their inquiries, and they may actually get investment opportunities from them. Bottom line, although I encourage you to think big and stretch the, your limits, the brokers, sellers, and lenders of the world don't think the same way. They're going to look at you as somebody who does not have a high probability of closing and are just going to cut you off completely. All right. Now, stretching far beyond your limitations is only going to increase that barrier to entry and in most cases leave you frustrated and dejected. Now, one of my mentors speaks often about the law of the first deal. And what this law says is no matter how long it takes to close on your first deal, the second deal usually comes within a few months after you close on the first one. Now, with the above in mind, you know, it's not hard to see why. Once, once a team closes on a property, they have demonstrated their ability to close. They've demonstrated their ability to raise capital. They've demonstrated their ability to qualify for a commercial loan. And now when they're talking with brokers, they can point to their accomplishments to prove that they can walk the talk. Now, most people I've talked with have said that after closing their first deal, brokers actually start seeking them out instead of the other way around. Closing on your first deal is what gets you into the game. 
Until then, whether you realize it or not, you're just standing on the sidelines. So I, I believe that the most reliable strategy is to start small to be able to go big. Instead of reaching for the stars on your first deal, focus on finding a deal that's reasonable for your team to purchase. In fact, starting with a reasonably sized property may get you into that larger property much quicker by triggering that law of the first deal. Instead of spinning your wheels and not getting any traction pursuing larger properties, you may be able to get immediate traction on something smaller and then use that first property as leverage or a springboard to get into those larger deals. Now, I've also found from personal experience and from numerous conversations that that first deal actually does put you on the map. It establishes you as a closer and it does, in fact, open the doors to get the larger deals down the road. The first deal builds your reputation with potential investors, and it makes it much easier to raise capital for future deals. It's also going to help you attract the potential partners that you need to be able to scale to those larger deals, if that's what you're looking for. In essence, that first deal gets you in the game and paves the path to larger deals. So why not start a bit smaller to make sure you get that first deal done and get it done quickly? Now, the first deal, it's it's your starting point. It has no bearing on where you finish or how big you're eventually going to get. All right, Being able to right-size your deal will get you into the game faster and with much less friction. And once you're in the game, you can focus on scaling and growth. So go ahead, think big, please do. Be bold, reach for the stars, but just realize that building an apartment investing empire is going to take time. And starting small is often the best, fastest, and most reliable way to eventually go big, to achieve more than your wildest dreams in that 10-year period, going back to our our beginning quote. Another video that we're going to release in about a week that's going to talk about exactly how to right-size your first deal. So if you you like this one, check that one out too, be able to right-size your next deal. Thanks for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast by the Tribe of Titans. If you're still listening, you obviously liked it. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already, and then make sure to check out our YouTube channel, which incidentally has a ton of video content that you'll also enjoy and learn from. Now, if you're interested in being on the show, go to our website, diaryofanapartmentinvestor.com and fill out the questionnaire on the website. And for more educational content and for more information about our educational community, check us out at thetribeoftitans.info.